What is up, Husker Half Hour listeners? It's me, your friend, Ben Herbel, alongside my brother, my friend, maybe your friend, Elijah Herbel. And today on the show, we are going to be reviewing the Northwestern game. We're going to be giving the offense some grades and some defense some grades because I'm a teacher. That's what I do. I hand out grades. So, stick with us. necessarily the prettiest win but a win is a win and I think it's especially cool to get that win whenever Lane McCallum wins it for you after all this the turmoil around the kicking situation this year uh no idea what's up with Barrett Pickering still but Lane McCallum gets it done that was a thing that happened on the field yes it was that's what I have to say that whole game was a thing (laughs) that's how I feel it was yeah it, it was it was a Husker game that I've seen yeah some analysts are saying that it was a football game played in two halves really four quarters that is crazy nebraska won that's that, what they're saying that's pretty much all you need to know <laughs> and oh gosh it, lane mccallum gets the walk-off win i don't know how did you see the the slow-mo replay of no, it no i never saw the slow-mo but it was like between hands right so the thing was was it went below their hands it went so you know how like your hands go up and they extend out and they create more space i'm doing a diagram for sure ben like a like a diamond kind of let's yes. say yeah so like you have a little more service area at the top uh-huh. because your, your, hands. your hands have now opened up yeah it kind of went between like the two defensive like, linemen's forearms their oh hands their gosh. hands would have blocked it but it snuck between their forearms holy cow yeah, uh, not how you like to to win a football that's, game. That's, that's scary. Called, no, that's called precision. <laughs> yeah, that's accuracy. Exactly. What you try to, to kick a ball through someone's arms like that. That's that's skill. <laughs> I'm just gonna try to kick a football just in general. Have you ever tried to kick a field goal? Um, no. I can get the accuracy down right, but I can't do it from extra point distance. Extra point. It, so it, it kind of just chips up and falls short. I have I have no leg. So like the the within the parameters of the posts, you're fine. Oh yeah, it's going straight. Yeah, it uh, looks great until not a problem. until it doesn't. Until it doesn't make it to the crossbar. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh well, if I had some leg power. Yeah, let alone some some really tall defensive lineman jumping in front of you. I think it's got to be something with my hip hip flexibility. I think I lack some hip flexibility. Really? I think that's probably why I'm not a I'll good I'll flex you right out, dude. Come over sometime. We'll... Ben, we're brothers, and I do not appreciate I... the innuendos. <laughs> <laughs> Your hips don't lie. What can I say? You got no butt. Stop. Sorry. <laughs> Stop evaluating I've been, me. <laughs> I've, been doing, I've been doing yoga every morning before school. Mm-hmm. So that's been feeling really good. So that's why you've been evaluating men's butts. Yeah, no. <laughs> You're like, wow, I just... Is it just me? Or I haven't noticed this recently. I was, tr- I was trying to offer a suggestion that maybe you should try doing yoga in the mornings and your f- hip flexibility may improve. I don't care enough. It's a good start mentally to the day. Like, it really wakes up the body and the mind. I prefer drink drinking a cup of coffee and taking a shower. Hmm. That's what really wakes me up in the morning. And then what wakes me up secondary is going to class. And then I sit in class and like. I- what gets you out of bed in the morning, Husker Half Hour listeners? We're wondering. 
email us yeah. at maybe we'll even get into it in our grab bag this uh, this week yeah <laughs> good good preview we that. don't have enough listeners for yeah. that <laughs> um but if you know anybody who needs a good husker football podcast we do encourage you to send us around i think we're the best yeah email us at husker athletics at unl.edu and yeah, my personal email is at bill moose at huskers.com <laughs> <laughs> Send us your send us your questions. Any critiques of the Husker Athletic program? Please send them to that email. Mm-hmm. We'd we'll, love to hear them. We'll link it in the description below. All right, but let's get into that game yeah. from Northwestern. Well, from from, from Lincoln against Northwestern. There we are. Talking was never my strong suit. Entertaining to watch. Mm. Elijah, you were right in your prediction of. Uh, you adamantly told people in the preview game to take the under. So if you were listening to Elijah and you trusted him, you're you probably made rich some now. money. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I also said this game could very easily be seven to six, or I say ten to seven mm-hmm. in the fourth, something like that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know exactly what I said. You Husker listeners probably know. Yeah. <laughs> but I was pretty close. It was ten ten in the fourth. How about that? Yeah. No. Pat, pat me on the back. Thank you. Good boy. Thank you. Um, yeah, so it was close through the entire mm. game. Unfortunately, missed field goals on both sides of the ball. Um, y- yeah. Well, McCallum was two for three. Two for three, yeah. Which, I mean, on the season now, we're four for 11 on from field goals. So that's cool. Woo-hoo, Woo. Still under 500. Yeah, I'm surprised we made two field goals. Um, I said that in the pregame show. Uh, I said, I do not think that we will make a field goal in this game. And I was wrong. Shout out to Lane McCallum. I love being proven wrong whenever it's a walk-on doing it to me. Yeah. You know? Doing it to you? Proving me, you wrong. Giving me the business. Giving you the business. <laughs> Personal file. 69. Offense. He was giving them the business. He played it there. Personal foul. <laughs> giving Elijah the business. Um. So, Elijah, let's... <coughs> So, Elijah, let's break it down. Did you pause for my cough? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, Elijah, let's break it down. The game uh, didn't look pretty, but the Huskers got it done. Yeah, started in the first quarter. Nebraska starting out strong. We do go up 7-0 in the first quarter. It's another game to me where Martinez didn't look great yet again. Pause. Elijah, the International Space Station is flying over in five minutes. Do you want to go look at it really quick? It's really cool. It happened last night. Is it going to happen again tomorrow night? I don't know, but it's it's right overhead. We can leave this in the show. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I just got a notification from my star app. Speaking of stars, Adrian Martinez was not one of them. Boom. Oh. Segway. Oh. oh. Uh, really? Not even a stu- not even a little bit of... Not even... He'd, he'd, 13 he for 20, okay. respectable. Uh, okay. 145 yards, no touchdowns. Uh, no interceptions. Vettel, on the other hand, two for five, which isn't great, but he 41 yards. He had 41 yards. And then he had that big pass to Wandale to set it up. Yeah, thanks, Wandale. Honestly, the whole game, thanks, Wandale. Thanks, Wandale. 58% of Nebraska's offense somehow within the hands of Wandale Robinson. The beautiful uh, – okay. I was going to get into the beautiful play call, like a little shuffle pass. Uh-huh. But what do you think of Scott Frost's play calling? Uh, I think he did well for what he was given. In terms of not having Spielman, not having Martinez, or, no, or with Northwestern's defense, both. In terms of not having Mo, not having a healthy Mo. Mm-hmm. Mo didn't play until the third quarter, and his playtime was still limited. Was that a Mo Washington? Yes, he was held out of the first half due to internal reasons. Internal team, what is that, you, you is that an injury? Is that a, a suspension? Is I don't know what that is. Worrisome. I I have to. I imagine. think that kind of got that kind of got tossed under the rug because we won. 
Yeah. Worrisome. You think it's an injury and, and Scott Frost said he held him out for internal punishment? He didn't say punishment. He d- he said internal team it's like team rules or team But he did he say a, I don't think he said a violation of team rules. Yeah. Did he? Yeah. Ver- verbatim. No, not for I don't know what verbatim I'll pull up the interview. You don't know what verbatim means? No, no, no I know what verbatim <laughs> <laughs> No, I said I meant to say I don't know what he said, but I'm pretty sure that's the reason. Here we are the most informed Husker podcast <laughs> in the land, letting you know exactly why Maurice Washington did not play on Saturday. We're all out of order, dude. It was either you were talking about the first quarter and now we're just talking about the offense. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to restart talking about the first quarter? I found the quote. It was internal things. That's all he said was internal things. Yeah, direct quote. Just some internal things. But like, do, you, do you want to get back to the first? He had stomach flu. Just some internal things. Yeah, get back to the first quarter, Elijah. So let's start it off, Ben, in the first quarter where we have uh, Wandale Robinson's first big impact of the game. It's a couple drives in, and he has that long touchdown run. He beats a couple defenders on the angle, had a nice block from Farniak, made a guy miss in the backfield. It's Nebraska 7 nothing. What did you think of Nebraska's offense early? We were gelling and clicking Northwestern's defense. Took a little bit of time to figure us out. I think Northwestern had to settle into that game, mm-hmm. and I think that we took advantage early. Wandale Robinson used his speed. We had a couple decent drives. And uh, the Blackshirts were holding up strong in the first quarter. It looked early. Like maybe Nebraska might score more than 13 points in the game. After the game in the interview, Pat Fitzgerald talked about how it took their defense or their offense a little bit of time because the Blackshirts threw some interesting looks at them that they weren't quite ready for. And he said by halftime, they had those kind of drawn up and figured out what they had changed. It's kind of fun seeing they had some some different defensive fronts. Uh, they brought the three down linemen in on a couple of plays where they were lined up over the center and the two guards. So it was pretty fun to see mm-hmm. um, just as the Blackshirts continue to throw some wrinkles in to their uh the way they're lining up and uh i think that was part of why uh they played so well in the first half yeah um back to the offensive side of the ball Mm -hmm. nebraska goes to 10 nothing in the second quarter the offense was it was there all game it was never great martinez finished the game with 145 yards passing noah vedral had 41 yards passing uh wandale 44 yards rushing vedral 33 yards rushing uh mills 26 yards rushing martinez 26 yards rushing it was never great it was good just everyone kind of filled in I feel yeah. like uh, a lot with, of hands on the ball with the exception of in the passing game. It was, it was all Wandale's world. Exactly. Yeah. Especially after JD went out. Yes. It, it was Wandale's game to go win. And he did just that. We'll get into that in a second. Let's go back to the first uh, half though, where um, Lane McCallum hits a field goal. Oh yeah. How about let's that? Go. Add that to the tally of, of field. What did, what did we say? It was four field goals made on the season. Yes. So we entered the game with two made. Wow. Add another to it with Lane McCallum in the first half. He That makes it three for ten. No, add sorry, one in the first half. That makes it, yeah, three for nine, excuse me. Three for nine in the season, then he misses one later, makes it three for ten, and then he hits the last one, makes it four for hey, eleven. get out there, Lane. He's been proving it in practice versus all his competition, which at this point is? Leg strong. Oh, Armstrong and... Uh, Prutzup? Yeah, Willie P. Willie P. And then did they ever take on that kid from the intramural soccer team? Yes, he was out there warming up on... Uh, on Saturday. Cool. He's on the team. Yeah, good for him. How cool would that be? Just be so Lane McCallum beats out intramural soccer boy. Club soccer. Club soccer. Excuse me. Not intramural. Club. Just step up. <laughs> yeah. Club soccer boy uh, and adds two field goals on the season. Good for Lane McCallum. Go, Lane. Go. Uh, anyway, continuing on in the first half, Elijah. 
Well, that's about the story of it. Nebraska shuts out Northwestern in the first half. They uh, Northwestern did have one good drive uh, towards the end of that second quarter, uh, but they come up empty. Nebraska takes the halftime lead. Oh, no, Northwestern did score a field goal at the end of the first half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like I said, they got down close. We kind of held them. They get the field goal at the end of the half. Nebraska takes a 10-3 to lead. But um, back a step. Northwestern's offense still wasn't doing anything in the second quarter. That drive that Northwestern uh, gets the field goal on, it was set up by a big return. Their offense still wasn't doing much. If you remember, yeah. they had a, a 50-yard return on the kickoff, and that sets their offense up in a nice field position, leads to the, the kick, makes it 10-3. to Which is what we should have been expecting because Northwestern's offense coming into the game was statistically the worst in the Big Ten. It was not close. They needed that big play to get them going a little bit, and that cuts it 10-3 to before the half. In the third quarter, um, black shirts come out, and they look a little bit less than motivated than they were in the first half. Uh, and they give up a quick score to Northwestern, and four minutes into the half, it's a 10-10 to ball game, and that's kind of where it remains. Uh, it's it's really not easy to do a, a game summary of this one just because so little happened. Yeah, or just like there's not a lot of exciting anything to talk about. It was just pretty much the same thing. A lot of game. three and outs. Nebraska needed some big plays to spark them, and that's what they get with Wandale in the first half. And then again, Wandale in the second half uh, didn't lead to any points. But the little shuffle pass uh, where that was just a beautiful play. I, I've, I've been watching that play on repeat since Saturday mm-hmm. because uh, Adrian reads the D end. Pulls the ball back from Mills, gives it on a shuffle pass to Wandale. Looks straight out of the Chiefs playbook. Yeah, uh, I hate the Chiefs, but I'd love to see that. And then Wandale takes about sixty yards, gets caught from behind actually, and he made such a nice move about sixty yards down the field. He one guy had the angle on him. He made such a nice just just stop a little step. Yeah, just and a little it, step. And that's what it took for the guy to come back and catch he's him from got behind. that. Like so many times where he's just in stride, makes a little step, and a guy and totally he, whips. And he maintains almost full speed when he yeah, makes those moves. It's amazing. He's not making the the most outstanding moves in the world, but he makes enough of a move to make a guy miss, and then he stays at full speed. And that's he's, got I think that, he's got that. He's got that. So special. Yeah, yeah, he's got that instinct. Everyone in the room i don't know how many people listening thought this as well but on that play i totally thought that adrian gave it to mills and on the spin when adrian you thought he fumbled it when mills got hit i thought he fumbled it or in the spin i thought he's like like just shot it right into his gut which i totally understand why that wouldn't work in the physics of the natural world that and if it's a handoff within a forward pass it's illegal yeah oh yeah i guess that too that'd be a super sick play though imagine you could do that on the goal you can hand it to your running back he could like look like he's gonna jump over the line he jumps over and it's a jump past tebow style oh oh, oh. we'll draw it up can we'll send it in we should petition the nfl to legalize this the running back forward pass listen to this we f- we find scott at whatever mm. store he goes to to go shopping for groceries where do you think he buys his dip which gas <laughs> does he dip Big time? Is he a big dipper? Speaking of the big dipper, the ISS is flying over. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we gotta get outside. Um, sorry, he's a big dip boy. I guess he's he's from small town Nebraska. I swear, in some of his press conferences, he's got a, a lip in and he's just swallowing it. You think? Oh, is he talking kind of funny in those? Watch the one against Ohio State. He he's he seems to have a, a protruding lower lip. He's got that. He's got that anxious dip. And then he he seems after Ohio State, he seems to be swallowing a lot, and he seems to be kind of doing like a thing a lot. It seems to me like he's kind of like you've analyzed this. You think he's not just like kind of embarrassed, and he's just got his tongue in his lip as he's talking. Yeah, you're right. He's got to dip in. I think he's got to go watch the Ohio State press post game press conference. If you guys out there have no lives, and you tell me, does it look like he's got a lip? And I don't like what it. Is it gross to just swallow your dip spit? I thought you spit it. Uh, it's it's probably gross. 
it probably gives you like stomach cancer or something wild like that but but Scott doesn't care. Yeah. He's, Scott's here for a good time, yeah, not a long time. Yeah, amen, brother. So <coughs> to finish, to round out the game, obviously big okay, highlight. Let's, yeah. Thanks for getting us back yeah, on Let's topic, get back man. to that. Uh, so Adrian Martinez goes down with a, a knee injury uh, in the fourth quarter. No Vedral comes in. Um, he was not looking good when he was walking off the field. Like after the game, he was still limping pretty good with a big old ice pack on there. Uh, but Noah Vedral comes in. But also in. they were allowing him to walk off under his own power. Or like on the like on the knee. It's not yeah. like they took him out or it's had like him, they on put him on crutches or anything. Yeah. Um, Vedral said today he'd consider Martinez day to day, which means that Vedral's probably starting on Saturday. Scott Frost said he'll be good eventually. No, 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 like, no. He every said, single time people asked him, every single time he said he'll be good. Well, he said that about fine. JD and about Martinez, and he good. doesn't specify when they'll be good by. He'll be fine. That's why I was like, I think he'll be good eventually. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of like the in parentheses. Yeah, he'll be good. Yeah. Is, next it, is it this week? Maybe. <laughs> next is it, season. Is it in four weeks? Maybe. Yeah. Is it next season? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he'll be fine, though. He's not losing his leg. <laughs> yeah. Long way from his heart. <laughs> but, okay. Vedral comes in. Mm-hmm. We even got to see one play of McCaffrey on a quarterback power. Did you hear the story on that from the the, the press conference today um, where Verduzco asked him on the asked Frost on the headset, so if Vedral loses his helmet, who are we sending in? And Scott, without even thinking, says McCaffrey. And then literally the next play is McCaffrey. So, oops, one game down into his potential four games with still being able to register. I don't see three more games on his on the schedule that he's going to come into, though. That's what you think until until, until Martinez goes is still down. hurt or, Martin, or Vedral goes down, yeah. But I'm, I'm looking ahead, and I'm thinking maybe Indiana he'll get some play time. He could have had on the play. He could have had Rutgers, a, too. He could have had a nice run if Austin Allen would have not had the worst block I've ever seen in my life. It was pretty pathetic. The defender slid right off of him. Welcome to Nebraska's offensive line. Austin Allen's on the offensive line. Welcome to Nebraska's offensive line of 2019. Cam Jurgens, what were this? What were the snaps on Saturday? He he seemed to have regressed again. For some reason, his snaps against Ohio State seemed better. Maybe it's because there's lower pressure because we were already down 35 nothing. You know what's shocking to me? I can I can I can totally understand the snaps being bad if there's a nose guard right in front of you and you're yeah. worried about that. He was having uh, the fumble. Um, the fumbled snap, I think he was going out to seal a linebacker. He was just going to the weak side linebacker mm-hmm. and was too excited to go get the linebacker. To well, it seems like snap. he's almost letting – We've Ben and I have both played center mm-hmm. during our times in our lives. And to me, it seemed like he's over-snapping it because he's trying to fire out so much. Right. He ends up over-snapping it and it goes high. Yeah. Yeah. Elijah, let's finish out this game. So then we can we can we can dive into to both respective sides of the ball a little deeper. Right. So let's get to the defense in the second half uh, a little bit. They give up that touchdown drive early in the second half and then they kind of lock back in. They shut down Northwestern pretty well. Um you can see in the fourth quarter they're really going for takeaways. They're really ripping at the ball. They get the ball out a couple times. Um there was one where uh, it was feet out of bounds whenever we recovered it and another one where Northwestern kind of luckily the, the receiver who fumbled it kind of rolled right on top of the ball. Mm. But that was two forced fumbles, uh, plus then the, the Lamar Jackson interception with an asterisk. There's an asterisk on the interception because Will Honus completely just goes in and demolishes the receiver. And if he would have waited another <coughs> – if he would have waited another half second, would have been great because the ball would have just been hitting the receiver's hands. It would have been a really great breakup. But or if he was an, a second earlier, then he's within five yards of the line of scrimmage, and the pass isn't a what. The, the refs missed a call. Let's be clear about that. The, the, the only defensible thing I can see is that the receiver's within five yards of the line of scrimmage, and 
they see it as a defender coming over trying to get like a little keep himself from being chipped, I guess. Mm-hmm. Which like is, is it's legal as long as the pass isn't away yet. But the pass was away. Clearly. Oh, very clearly away. It, it should have been pass interference. We'll take it. They yeah. missed a lot of other calls. That 100%. atrocious performance in the referees. I'm giving them a negative 5 out of 10. On my least valuable player of the game, it's going to the referees. Oh, a hundred. Oh, so many missed holding calls. So many just missed calls in general. Bad game from the refs. Doesn't matter. Nebraska gets the win because Lamar Jackson gets the pick. Completely avoids his blockers. Yeah, runs right could, into the arms of Northwestern. Could have ran down the left sideline. Oh, he had a, a convoy of blockers. Yeah, and he goes. Mm, let's try the middle. But anyway, uh, <laughs> and just sits it down. All it takes is one good Vedro pass to uh, Wandale Robinson. Well, down the sideline. Beautiful pass. All it takes is that. Also, I feel like that's all we could get. <laughs> well, that that play to Wandale got run three or four times in that game. Mm-hmm. And I know we had it once in the, uh, I believe, third quarter that we are out. Where, I know we're going, we're going right to left. So it was either the first quarter or the third quarter. And uh, going right to left, and it's a pretty easy wheel route for completion. Or, no, teams flip at half. Any quarter. So it was either first or third. Yes. Yeah. I was you're right. right. You're right. You're right. Either first or third. Uh, where he has that wheel route up the uh, the right side mm-hmm. um, for about a 25-yard gain. And it's the exact same play in the fourth quarter. Scott Frost goes back to it whenever he needs it. Props to Vedral for noticing that on the sideline. And he is talking about how he had figured out the time the timing just from watching Adrian earlier and seeing the open spot. Mm-hmm. Um, so props to him for staying engaged on the sideline. Good adjustment by Wandale coming back to the ball, making the play. That's what it takes. Is That's what we said is Nebraska needs to make plays to go win. That's been another problem last year. There was a problem earlier in this year. They didn't have what it took to go win a game when it was close. Lamar Jackson gets a pick. Wandale makes a great catch on a great throw by Vedral, and it sets us up. Uh, and the rest is history. Cade uh, – Lane McCallum? Lane McCallum. I was thinking Cade McCallum. That's not right. Lane McCallum uh, goes and wins it, sneaks it through. doesn't matter how ugly the kick is. A win is a win. And Nebraska is – Four and two. We'll take it, man. Uh, like Scott Frost said in the press conference, uh, it's about time for us to catch a break, and we caught a break. So if that's what we chalk it up to is just saying we caught a break, then sweet. I think everybody on the face of this planet knows Nebraska needs to be playing better than how we played against that ga- in that game. Don't you think? Um, Defensively, I think we played pretty well. Offensively, we could have used a couple more plays go our way mm-hmm. but i don't think offensively we played awful that was a pretty stout northwestern defense we we're playing but we also didn't play with any consistency that, that's that, that's been the story of nebraska this whole year offensively right when when is the last time nebraska was consistent as an offense against iowa last year maybe last season yeah uh towards the end of the season after they started to figure themselves out and click mm-hmm. as a whole unit when we could run the ball with divine Zigbo and maurice washington yep whenever the offensive line missed way less assignments than they're missing this year. No, I would say even beyond consistency. Yes, Nebraska won this game because we made less mistakes than Northwestern in the long run. Mm-hmm. We didn't throw an interception. Uh, we didn't turn the ball we over. We didn't turn the ball over. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it clean sheet in that sense. Uh, fouls, no, not even that because in that final drive, we had that false start on uh, Williams yeah. out wide. Um, so Penalty-wise, not a clean sheet. For turnovers, for – which is what we needed to see for sure. Uh, go Nebraska for fixing that issue. But clean sheet penalties, no. Well, clean let's... sheet in terms of making your assignment every single play, our offense, multiple plays, big play potential. Could really crack a big one. Miss a block. Can you give the offense just your rating, F to A? 
Like C plus. A, give the offense a C plus. B, well, okay. Northwestern's defense is good. Yes. They played Wisconsin well. Mm-hmm. Um, they play good fundamental defense. So in that sense, maybe a B, a B minus. I give Nebraska's offense a B minus while giving Northwestern's defense a B. Mm-hmm. I think they play, they didn't play outstanding. They they gave up too many big plays. Um, I think Nebraska was as a unit better. Nebraska's offense as a unit was better than Northwestern's defense. Mm-hmm. But I think Northwestern's defense made plays when it mattered. Mm-hmm. Um, they got off the field and third down pretty well. So, And we're playing without J.D. Spielman, playing without Maurice Washington for most of the game. Maurice Washington had five carries for one yard, so he was a non-factor. Yeah. He, he might as well just not play the entire game. Um, but You see whenever the, the, the game ended and he just left the field? Yeah. I think, considering he's the guy that usually dances his way off the field, I think that one kind of hurt him. Hopefully that motivates him. Maybe that's what he needs to, to kick it into gear the rest of the season. But, um, as a whole, I think Nebraska's offense was better than Northwestern's defense. Northwestern's defense made more plays when they mattered, though. Hmm. Nebraska seemed to miss on a lot of important plays. And that's why Nebraska could only score 13 points. Defensively, I give Nebraska's defense an A-. minus. Hmm. What do you okay. think about that? Yeah, I think... But also, worst offense in the Big Ten. Wanted to be seen better than that. What really frustrated me was those zone reads where we left their slow white quarterback, who was... That's a little racist. I apologize. He he was a little more athletic than expecting Justine, but he looked like a prototypical pocket-passing quarterback. And he was getting around the edge with consistency. He's like a, like a, Matthew, Sta- <coughs> like a Matthew Stafford. Yeah. A, a little, or maybe Andrew Luck. Uh-huh. Well, not that good, obviously. <laughs> he's, he's Aiden Smith. He's not Andrew Luck. But a, a little more athleticism than expected, I believe. Nebraska didn't, you, you could tell they didn't game plan. I, I was for a, a zone little read. confused. Yeah. Cause it, Alex, seemed, it seemed we didn't game plan for a zone read. Alex Davis consistently flew to the, to the running back every single zone read. And then our inside linebackers consistently filled inside in the zone read. Yeah. And it just left their quarterback one-on-one with either an outside backer or a safety. So something about the scheming or people knowing their assignments on a zone read seemed a little goofy in the game. Also Northwestern's touchdown was really frustrating for me um, because we had a stunt and a blitz um, outside on that, on that read. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we just missed a shoelace tackle as their quarterback dove into the end zone. Well, their Aiden Smith, their quarterback was their leading rusher, 16 carries, uh, for 64 yards, he also had the most carries on the team. That's silly. Uh, passing, he was 19 of 32 for 136 yards, which is great from Nebraska. We held them all underneath, all negligible yards, and then we get the pick on him at the end when it matters. So that's why I'm giving our defense an A-. minus. Yeah, there were some things that we, I don't think we were fully prepared for. Northwestern's been trying to do some funny stuff with their offense just to get it going. So overall, Nebraska's defense, A-. minus. I'd say B+. Plus. Let's go now to our just kind of the picks we made last week in review. Uh, we talked about uh, Wandale being, I think, both of our MVPs in that game. Without Wandale, we don't win that game. Mm-hmm. Which is funny because pregame, I said Diedrich Mills is going to be my, my MVP. And who'd you say? You said J.D. Spielman. I said J.D. Spielman. R.I.P. Yeah. So, b- bad picks all around. But I said take the under. And the game finished well under the total Bingo. over-under. Uh-huh. Um, so... I was right on that one. Defensively, I said Darian Daniels was my MVP. Defensively, I said I hope it's Mo Berry, but then you gave me the suggestion of the safe bet of uh, Cam Taylor Britt, which 
But, played but, well. Both of our defensive players, I think the defense as a whole played well, which mm-hmm. helps our picks. JoJo Doman, I think, may get my pick now. He he did really good in that nickel, both protecting the run, but also covering out uh, out routes pretty well. I think in hindsight, uh, Dismuke played pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, Had some nice – he came up on some nice tackles. Yeah. The, the, the whole I, – I don't have a problem with anyone on the defense, I don't think. Um, Stilly, I thought played really well for coming in, uh, filling in from our one, I mean, Khalil, Khalil Davis. Davis was our one pass rushing threat. I think from inside Darian Daniels gets a good, he gets a good push, but he doesn't have great pass rushing moves. Carlos Davis doesn't really get pushed off the ball, but he doesn't really have any great pass rushing moves. Khalil Davis is weak in the run game, uh, but he's super strong, uh, in a pass rushing sense. And I think Ben Stilly came in and filled in well, both rushing the passer and, uh, Stopping the run. Definitely uh, not typified. He he filled in. He uh, became Nebraska's mantra of next man up. Yeah, for sure. Got a pretty good sack before halftime. Uh, ben Stilley played well. But overall, uh, on the D-line, our pass rush was probably the weakest aspect of our defense. Hmm. We didn't get uh, him pressured very well. I think great job by everyone in the, the secondary. Lamar, Decap, uh Cam Taylor, uh, Markel Dismuke, I think they all played really well. and uh, They completed passes, but as soon as they caught the ball, tacked, for the most yeah. part, yards after the catch was pretty low. And it's hard for the defensive line to get there on a three-step drop, but it felt like uh, Smith could kind of stand in there after his three-step drop. If his first read wasn't there, um, I felt like he had always had time to get to his second and third reads. So that is one thing on the little wish list for Nebraska's defense. I'd like to get a little more pass rush. Uh, going forward into Minnesota and even later in the season. But overall, Nebraska's defense, A-. minus. All right. Um, so overall game, Elijah, I think a game we needed to win, a game we got to win. Uh, it's it's important for Nebraska's team to go into these close games and get wins. We, we made enough plays to get a win. I think we were the better team on Saturday. It kind of felt like one of those games, especially in the second half, where – we weren't going to make enough plays. And then guess what? At the end, we get a pick. We get some nice plays uh, from the offense and it's all that matters. We get the win. And I think that's very important for the maturity of this team going forward is that we can do enough to get a win. We can make plays when it's important. That's something we lacked severely last year. We couldn't make plays when it was important. Now we're kind of turning that page. Now it's all about consistency. Good teams are consistent. Nebraska is not consistent. Um, a good start to, I think a lot of challenges coming up this season still, uh, up next, Minnesota. Yeah. Then following up, we're still going to play Wisconsin. We're still going to play um, even Purdue on the road is going to be interesting. Um, who else is coming up? So still Iowa, uh, Indiana, even um, teams that I don't know. This hopefully can get the ball rolling on playing tough games like that. I I think for this Nebraska team, um, we're going to need to see more going through the rest of the season. Yeah. And a hundred percent feels like. Um, we're really, really trying to get to the bye week. Yeah, we'll, we'll dive into the Minnesota game, which is before the bye week. We can't look past that game because that's, I mean, every single next game is now the important, most important game of the season. But this one feels extra important. It felt like the more important of the games between Northwestern and Minnesota just because it felt like Northwestern was beatable. Uh, Minnesota plays really well in close games this year. Mm-hmm. We'll get into that in our uh, our preview of Minnesota. But this is an important week for Nebraska going into the bye week. Yep. Uh, you have any thoughts on that? Minnesota's currently uh, seven points, uh, predicted seven point, 
what, how am I saying that? I'm uh, saying this they're wrong. Po- seven point favorite. Seven. They're seven point favorite. You do get six points just for being home team, which means on a neutral field, Minnesota is uh, favored, favored by one point on a neutral field. So it's kind of a, Vegas doesn't know on this one, hmm. and I don't know either. Neither do I. <laughs> yeah, it's it's going to be a tough week. It's an important week for Nebraska. Uh, we'll get into that in the. Preview show, as I said, we'll also have a grab bag episode coming up this week. Me and Elijah grabbing bags. Thanks for tuning into this uh, post game interview episode. Uh, don't miss that Minnesota preview, as I said, that should be a good one. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Yep. For Ben, I'm Elijah Herbal. Do you have anything to say before we go, Ben? Make sure to comment, like, subscribe, and send us any emails with your questions, comments, concerns, whatever. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.